Hello there, Alaskans, wherever you are. Welcome to the Must Read Alaska Show. Coming to you from somewhere in Alaska. This is the place where we talk about, you guessed it, Alaska. Where we keep the mainstream media on their toes and where we are standing up for what's right and a world run by leftists. You can find out more by heading over to mustreadalaska.com and also checking out the Must Read Alaska YouTube channel for some really great content. But first, let's get this party started. Well, welcome everybody to the Must Read Alaska show. I'm your host, John Quick, coming to you live from somewhere in Alaska that happens to be snowy and freezing. Well, I want to thank everybody for listening, watching, reading Must Read Alaska. We uh, really are thankful this year uh, for you taking part in listening to what we have to say. You know, we reached about 100 million people so far this year uh, through social media and a bunch more on our website and podcasts. And so all those awesome numbers are because of folks just like you. So if you really enjoy this podcast, I want to encourage you to go on your iPhone, click on podcast, click on Must Read Alaska, give us a five-star review. All those reviews help. We have about 700 five-star reviews. And uh, we hope to get maybe to a thousand by the end of the year. So that would be pretty awesome. But without further ado, I don't want to waste any more time with myself chattering. We have a very special guest today. Uh, Danny is a podcast host himself. He hosts one of the top true crime podcasts uh, on the iTunes store and probably Spotify and everywhere else you can find uh, podcasts. It's called Not Another True Crime Podcast. Danny, welcome to the Must Read Alaska show. Hi. Oh my God. Thank you for having me. And I'm echoing. I need everybody to go give you those reviews because I want you to hit. Because <laughs> I, I feel like it's so funny that people are like, do they matter? But they actually do, which is the funny thing. So I hope I'm I'm expecting you to get above a thousand by the end of the year. I feel like you can do that easily. I love that. Well, I listen to your podcast all the time. It's one of the most, I would say, entertaining true crime podcasts. Aww. The banter that you have with your co-host is hilarious. And, you know, I think your your token of wine crime and, and something is. is, <laughs> is <laughs> we, do, we do like our rhymes. Yeah, it is. It is a fun time and it is great. I do love uh, working with Sarah. She makes it really enjoyable to keep on doing and everything like that. So it definitely has been a really great time and a really great opportunity to kind of explore topics and cases and things like that and things happening in the news that like we're like oh we are just interested in on our own so having a platform to do that really is an added bonus so tell me how did this podcast start because I think a lot of folks are like I want to start a podcast and then they don't realize that it's like this most ridiculous grind in the world that doesn't really pay you any money either oh no <laughs> so. no 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 yeah 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 that's what I always when people say like oh they want to start when I was like do it if you have so many extra hours in your day or week to like do the work for it. And if you already can pay your rent and your bills and everything like that on your own. So do it out of the love and the passion of it, not for that immediate success or anything. But I actually, I've been doing the podcast with Betches since 2019 and Sarah actually kicked it off in 2018. <clears throat> Funny enough, she had it with another co-host who moved across the country. So she couldn't, and like, this was like before the pandemic. So they were, everyone was like, how can you do a podcast? Not in person. What? Cut to, I mean, Zoom. <laughs> and now it's but, like normal. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. But uh, then I kind of just started, I they were looking for a new co-host. So then I um, applied for it and did some auditions. And then we ended up hitting it off. And it's just been a really great time to grow there and kind of grow the listenerships and the type of topics we discuss and everything like that. So it has been a really great time. So you not only have this podcast, but you also write for the New York Post, I believe, where you have a video column. 
with them. Tell us about that because this is like we don't get many people in Alaska that are coming on Alaska podcasts that are writing or doing video blogs for the New York Post. So this is, an ex- this is an exciting thing. So tell us about what you do there. So I work on the page six side of things. I, I mainly all the celebrity stuff. I, I kind of nice. just focus on like their entertainment and things like that. So I do a podcast there called Virtual Reality that I co-host with Evan, uh, my co-host. And we kind of just interview housewives and Bravo celebrities and kind of people in that wheelhouse and we unpack like breaking bravo news fun trending stories in that regard and it is just really a fun time i've been there also since 2019 and the video and podcast element of it came like a little bit later maybe like 2020 2021 and it's just kind of been a great way to take something that i was really passionate about which is like reality television and kind of different from the true crime space even though now some of those ladies are yeah, they're themselves kind of inter- trouble too. interweaving, right? It is mixing together more than I expected, um, but it has been a really great time over there too. And it just, I I love, like I read page six before I started working at page six. So it really is just a really fun So time. people in Alaska, they, including myself, I don't even know what page six is. What is oh, page six? So page six is a, like a entertainment gossip pop culture site that is okay. like connected to the post, but not like fully, fully the post. Uh, so it's kind of more so just like the entertainment news. Like if anybody is following along with that Good Morning America drama, we are up to date on that. <laughs> it is taking over my mind. Uh, but yeah, so that's kind of the wheelhouse that I work in over there. Nice. So are you uh, interviewing actual like the housewives that are in the reality shows or just like socialites that are rich New York types of people? I mean, I would love to interview those rich socialites because I feel like they have <laughs> some stories, but we mainly interview housewives that are on um, okay. Bravo franchises like uh, Beverly Hills, Atlanta, Salt Lake City, New Jersey, all kind of wherever they go, we follow. So <laughs> there what's been be your a real most memorable housewife interview that you've done? Ooh, one of the most memorable had to be when, because uh, I always love being able to do some in person and we had Heather Gay from Salt Lake City on recently, who's just so much fun. And we kind of just had like a great back and forth banter that went on for like, we were only supposed to have like 10 minutes. It went for like 40. And she just really got comfortable and opened up about a lot of drama that's happening on the show in a fun way. And also was just like down for everything. And I do kind of like when you just like have an interview and you're like, oh, I'm sensing the connection and like, I feel it. And it's a great time. Those are always super fun for me. And I think that is a standout recently. Her and um, Karen Huger from Potomac. Uh, which is in kind of near Washington, D.C. area. She, Me and her are birthday twins, so I really felt like it was destiny for us to meet. And <laughs> and we did hit it off very well as well. Nice. So you probably uh, read so many true crime stories that you probably even haven't even produced it. You probably have a list of ones that you're wanting to hit the topics of. You probably, you know, you guys have had a season now for what, three or four seasons. So you yeah. have quite the amount of true crime that you've, um, actually talked about do you have one that sticks out in your mind that has been the most fascinating and kind of give us a little description of why it's the most fascinating to you well, it's kind of I feel like I have to say because me and Sarah we primarily are drawn to more of like the scams and the con and the fraud elements of crime because I feel those are ones that sort of <clears throat> develop in real time and it's what we kind of can like wrap our head around better to speak about and I think right when I started was right when like Anna Delvey really Ooh, started yeah, to unravel yeah, yeah. and get like every take over everywhere. So I kind of have been enjoying that one because it's also, we covered it at the beginning and we've been able to kind of 
unpack more and more as the years progress and stuff progresses with her and everything. So that has been really fascinating. And she, in case you didn't know, she was like this fake German heiress that was scamming people all around New York and like pretended to have doing these foundations, have all this money, was getting money from all these rich people. And uh, some not as rich, which some of her friends, which I read Rachel Williams' book and I do love her, uh, is really good. But it was also interesting to see how she duped all these like multimillionaires. And I'm like, how do you, you have so much money, but you just are giving your money blindly to this girl you don't know because she's going to make a foundation. So it's really interesting. And I love, I get fascinated when a crime like that kind of also starts to reflect like human nature and like, society in a sense it's like oh people just throw money to things that they think will make them richer or sound like a certain way when it was actually a scam or make them feel better when they rest their head at their on their pillow at the oh, end of the night a hundred percent yeah 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 yeah. so do you think she is actually do you think there's any truth to where she was connected to some sort of you know her dad was in the mafia oh. or something like that she even said when she was going to trial, she's like, I'm not a good person. She's like, I scammed them. She's like, yeah. yeah, I took people's money that were rich. I don't care. And she did her time. And now she's out. Like, I've never, she's like Martha Stewarting now. I mean, Martha, I went to jail for a much less time. But like, she's Martha she's, Stewarting now. She's having a photo shoot with an ankle monitor, like really having, hosting dinner parties. Her come up post uh, prison is really intense, really crazy. Well, yeah, she's got a Netflix special and probably a Hulu special on the way oh, or whatever. Yeah, it was Shonda Rhimes. Like, it was like she made it with the lady who made Grey's Anatomy. It's crazy. So, you've done this, you've also done a, which I think is fascinating. I think it'd be fun to do something like this, a live podcast. You definitely should. Yeah. Tell me about, like, you know, who came up with the idea. What did it look like? Was it successful? Was there energy in the room? Tell us about it. Yeah, well, it's so much fun. And I really think you should do one because it kind of, you feel sometimes when you do a podcast, you're like, is anybody listening? Like, you, you get your numbers. Everybody like, it feels like you're just like talking into a void. And there's, and it, but it is great when you get to like DM with someone who listens or like you have a Facebook group or something like that. But it is so much fun just to like meet all these like Instagram handles in person of like these people that you know that you love talking to about the show and everything like that. So we did it because I actually um I I like started out from doing like stand up and everything. So I like knew some venues in the city and one of them I love Union Hall. And they kind of were they actually reached out because there was this podcast festival and they were like, oh would you want to be a part of this? We know you do a podcast. And I was like, oh my God, yeah. So then it was that one first and then pandemic happened and but we just started recently getting back into doing more and everything like that they are so much fun it feels like like just like a huge party with everybody that you know and love because you all are like there because you have the same interests and everything like that and it's a really fun time more work like different type of work goes into it because it's like you want to make sure also or at least like like are you selling tickets or is it a free event selling tickets yeah you could wow. do i mean because mainly because it's with a venue so like the venue is kind of like we want we're not we're not just gonna give we're you not a space. profit <laughs> yeah. we're like no we're so happy all of you guys are friends like i don't know you yeah um so that that is the ticket ticketed so that brings a whole new level to it it's not like you're just come bringing a bunch of people that want to come to a free event people have to buy a ticket to this thing exactly and that's exactly what i was uh with my uh point too is when that you i mean when you do a podcast you want to make sure it's a great podcast too but me and sarah always are really focused on if people are like taking time out of like their evening versus like their morning commute when they're listening for something like that and they're paying money like how do we make it a really standout show and like more of an event that we feel like oh i would pay this amount to go to this too like i want to make it worthwhile 
So was, uh, you know, is it a hundred people? Is it 20 people? Is it, how many uh, people are we talking about here? We're talking the Union Hall. It fills a hundred, so it's it's oh, a wow. it's a it's a good crowd. It's a fun time, and then it's great. a lot of energy, a lot of, a lot, energy. of a lot of energy, and like we really love the whole like audience participation portion of it for the people who want to participate. Like we do things like what is your like super secret serial killer trait? Like a weird like some people are like I take naps with jeans on, or like I like turbulence, I and take I'm like naps with jeans on. And I'm like who is this? What is happening? Uh, so it is really kind of a fun like. Uh, section to kind of get more people into it and then also makes it a little bit more special too because it's like not people are like oh i'm getting this experience because i'm at i'm here not just listening to it on uh my podcast platform so you you're doing you know a lot of things you have a podcast you've got the page six six thing um is there somebody that you've looked up to in your career that's kind of been a hero to you and why yeah i feel there's a lot of people i feel that kind of i i got i used to be like um like oh my god they are doing that i want to do that and now i've sort of just more so being like uh less like looking outward at people and more so i just want to keep on continuing doing things that make me feel like i'm moving myself forward and i enjoy it and everything like that like i really love um what michelle collins does i don't know if you know her she's like a podcaster radio host and everything like that really fun personality and i love that just everything she does is rooted in like humor and entertaining and everything like that i Love, of course, um, Andy Cohen, who is always great. He's just really like, just like, I'm like, he's the king of a network and he's like still a really fun time. So I really do enjoy him. And then also Lacey uh, from Scam Goddess. I, me and Sarah are like her biggest fans and we got to interview her and she is just so great. And uh, her podcast really made us realize like how you can take a genre of true crime and kind of talk about it in a more approachable way, which we really appreciated from her. So I definitely look up to her too. And also because she, whenever I think I'm busy, her and I guess Andy Cohen too, they have like nine jobs. Like Lacey, she's on iCarly. (laughs) She's on the con on ABC. She does all this (laughs) stuff. So I'm like, okay, I can't complain. Lacey's more busy than me. So I really do look up to her too. So what's your advice to somebody? There's going to be people listening that have wanted to start something, right? Or wanted, and they are working you know, a nine to five at Walmart or Home Depot or, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's just what they're doing. What's your advice to somebody, you know, who wants to, you know, start anything? Cause you've been, you've been able to figure it out, been somewhat successful. You're doing it. You're making a living. Your, your clicks, views, live show events. I mean, you're, you're crushing it. And so um, what is, you know, somebody who's 19 or 18 or 36, what's some advice you'd give to them? Yeah, I feel like um, some things is definitely figure out what you are passionate about and interested in in a long-term thing. Because I feel like sometimes people are like, oh, this would be such a funny idea for a podcast. And it's like five episodes in, you're like, okay, we're at our, we hit a wall. We peaked out. (laughs) We peaked out. Yeah, so it's like definitely find something that you could talk about every week that can grow with you and stuff like that. And I mean, even your example of like, uh, and also finding like, niche things that you might be like oh my god this is kind of like niche for me but that's amazing like when you said like if someone was maybe working at home depot the way i would listen to like home does like like home design podcasts or renovation stuff or things like that so find something that really is your focal point and also just make sure you um have the ability to like go into it and give it your all in the capacity of working like nine to five because i mean for a I still work while doing the true crime podcast and everything like that. And it is a thing where it's like, okay, I need to like 
give as much as I can to it. Realize you can't give 100% to everything, but try as much as you can. And I would also say like, let it, don't, don't, that's a hard mix. I would say don't rush into doing it immediately because you want to do it. Make sure you have the foundation, but don't be too afraid that you never do it because like the worst thing that happens if you do a podcast is that nobody listens to it and that's okay. Like, because also A, you still are creating something that you love and is passionate about and B, you're building a foundation for when someone will start to listen to it. It's like so many things are like a slow burn. So you kind of just have to like have the foundation of being like, okay, I've been doing this for a few years now. Now things are popping off and I have the experience and the expertise because I've been doing it for a while. A Z-Way, I don't know if you know Z-Way, she's a hilarious comedian. I love her. She has a talk show on Showtime. People would always ask her about like, oh, like, how are you ready for this moment? Because like when she got her show last year, she's like, I've been ready. She's like, I've been doing this for years. Now <laughs> I've been, I've been doing this for 10 years. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> you kind of just have to do that and realize like it might not be, never do it for like an external like woo, but do it because you believe in yourself and what it could lead to. That's good. I think sometimes folks, including myself, are uh, lacking patience. A lot of people in the U.S. are lacking it's, patience and don't hard, want to do a long game. They want to do a short game. It is the hardest thing to do because a hundred percent. Because that's what we're used to. I mean, <clears throat> like we are used to getting like takeout I, in ten minutes. Yeah, I can go on Amazon and something will be at my house. And I live in Alaska and it'll be here in two days. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So it is a hard thing. You have to like unlearn that aspect of our culture. But I feel like that is really the recipe to success of just kind of being like, okay, it'll take some time, but it's worth it. And also then too, it's like, you have to realize that it's like, there's no, you can have like end goals that you would like, but you should also enjoy the process of what you're doing. Like it should bring you some excitement so that even if it like does take a while to get to where you want to be, uh, you still enjoy it. Or also then after a while, you start to realize too, where I want to get to can shift. Like your end goal can shift when you're realizing like both from like, a more realistic lens or just some more of like what brings you happiness lens. I feel like goals can change. And that also is a great thing. So tell me about stand up. Do you still do stand up? How, how did you learn or come to know like, Oh, I, people, people are entertained by what I have <laughs> to say. I'm going to try stand up out. Cause I, I feel like that's like a, uh, uh, you know, once you know how to do stand up, you your your kind of fear of things goes away a little bit, at least from the folks that I've met that do stand up. I, I feel it is. I think the fear of thing goes away because you're just so you have to almost be delusional that, oh, people want to listen to me talk for 10 minutes straight live. It's almost kind of like, oh, I've like trapped all these people. Uh, but I think I mainly started doing it out of like I annoyed every like brunch table I was at too much talking and I think they were kind of like can you shut up so I had to find strangers to talk to uh so that's kind of how it bored from there it's fun I don't do it as much now because I have been focusing so much on like my other hosting and stuff like that so like by the time it's like because like stand-up shows are usually at like 8 9 or 10 p.m I'm like I'm in bed watching housewives so I've been doing it as much but I uh it is always a fun thing to kind of like go back to or hone in on and it's also kind of the thing too where I feel that kind of ties in with if somebody wants to start podcasts something like that, like you can enjoy something, but not have to have it be like your entire like career focus. Like I wouldn't, like I always, I liked doing standup, but I'm never going to be like a touring comedian around the globe or something like that. It's like a fun thing to like do here and there and to like sharpen my skills. So if you could flick a switch in 10 years, what's, uh, if you were living your ultimate dream, what would you be doing? Okay. 
I would have, I'd be visiting Home Depot because I would have like a lovely home, maybe like a nice, <laughs> but maybe like a nice apartment, a nice apartment. I would be, honestly, I always say it's like, I just would love to take everything I'm doing to a higher level. Like I would like to start uh, doing like um, hosting and interviewing on TV or like a larger scale uh, situation like that, like some more in-person things and stuff, like kind of just like having opportunities out there. And I would love to get to a point too, because I feel like this is something and I'm sure you've experienced this too, when you're starting out, you're like, there's, I wish there was someone who like, could like help out or anything like that. Like, I would love to like, maybe like get to a place where it's like, okay, I have like a great audio thing I host. I have a great visual thing I host. And then like, even like getting to a point where I could have like my own mini production company to like find podcasts that people are doing independently and help them build it up and everything like that. Cause I feel yeah. like that's such a fun thing. And I love when people do that. Cause it is like, there is always like, Oh, some people are so talented and so great, but they just lack the resources for to get to the next level. So to help people get to that next level, I feel like would be a really fun way to hopefully be in like 10 or so years to, have, to help them do that. Got to work on some shit myself first to get myself up to the place <laughs> where people would want me to help them with that. But hopefully I get there. <laughs> so last question, Danny is how does somebody find your podcast? Give us, give us the rundown on, on kind oh. of, what it is, you know, we talked a little bit about the at the beginning, but what exactly your podcast is and where do they find it? Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so I host Not Another True Crime Podcast on Betches Media. It's out every Monday, wherever you get your podcast. I also do Virtual Reality, the Page Six Podcast. That's out every Thursday, wherever you get it. So either if you like true crime, if you like reality TV, I got something for you at the beginning or end of the week. And uh, you could also follow me on social media at Cashmere Danny, Cashmere with K. Awesome. Well, Danny, we wish you nothing but success here at Must Read Alaska. And uh, I'll try to get as many people as I humanly possibly can to download your true crime podcast. Because I'm telling you, folks, if you want a true crime podcast that is entertaining, yet still true crime, this is the podcast you want to listen to. So thank you so much. I appreciate that. Yep. So everybody that's listening, I want to wish you well. And I hope that everybody has a great week. And remember that if you uh, use a Must Read Alaska app, on the uh, Apple store or the Google store. Uh, you can just go to the Android store, or the Apple store, type in Must Read Alaska and our app pops up. It's free to use. We put a lot of time, money, resources into that. And uh, all we ask is that you leave us a review on the app as well. We'd love a review on the app. Thousands of people use it every day. And uh, all we ask is that you leave a little review. And for folks that want to help keep the lights on at Must Read Alaska, you can go to mustreadalaska.com. On the right-hand side, there's a donate button, $5, $10, 100 bucks. Every penny counts. We aren't funded by a huge nonprofit conglomerate. We're funded by everyday Alaskans uh, that are donating five bucks at a time. So if that is you, we want to thank you. And if you're thinking about it, feel free to help keep a, help keep the lights on here. And Danny, we want to thank you so much for coming on. Wishing you nothing but success on the true crime and not, not another true crime podcast and the page six stuff that you're doing. And you're welcome back anytime. And oh. next time you go to Alaska, make sure to ping me because I can tell you all the cool places to go to. Oh my God, I've never been and now I'm so excited to go. <laughs> well, have an awesome day, Danny. And until next time, I'm John Quick from somewhere in Alaska.